Welcome to Bulletin Radio, a place where average veterans come to share their opinion on the world we live in. We can't guarantee you're going to like our opinions. <laughs> but we promise we're going to enjoy giving them to you. I'm Jim. And I'm Mike. Let's pull the pin. Dude. Hey, Jim. <laughs> Got a little spectator down here. Um, ah. gonna, I, I want to talk about a subject that's near and dear to my heart and yours, oh. I'm sure. Families mm. in the military. Hmm. The difficulties of such. Raising such. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. You know, have you had experience with that, Jim? Well, technically, no. Um, Not in active duty. I was not married or had kids while on active duty. I have seen many families while on active duty. I've responded to many houses with families. Or I've met a lot of women in the club who didn't tell me they had families. Um... But yeah, I've got some experience. How about you, Mike? Not that type of experience, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I responded to a lot of families uh, with certain cases and things like that. And I did have a family while I was in the military. Um, so I guess I could speak on that and the difficulties of, you know, deployments and how hard it is on the family. Um, but I will say this. Uh, it's hard. It's hard. And I think it's harder now when I see and I hear about, you know, some of these young soldiers too, they're on their third and fourth deployments over to uh, Afghanistan and or Iraq in the beginning. And it's just amazes me how they, they keep it together. You know, and I know we had a deployment or two in a seven, eight year period. And maybe it was because, because of our job, a specific uh, classification or whatever, but um, there were some military police who deployed a lot, you know, right. a lot more than twice, two times in eight years back then. And that was considered to be like some serious um, deployments, if you will, you know, time away from family. But now I see guys within five years, they're on their third deployment. You know, to Iraq and or Afghanistan. And I was like, man, do they even know you at home anymore? Right. You know, think about so, yeah, that. The hardships. I've, I've seen some some children born. You know, I didn't obviously see them born, but I've seen some guys who had their kids born while they were on deployment or yeah. they were just born and they left. And, yeah. you know, they get back. These kids don't even know who they are yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think the regular citizen understands that really the hard part is the family. You know, even families get ruined by by things like that. Yeah, the wives feel alone, and yeah, I th- I think it's hard. You know, okay, I don't think military families own the uh, difficulties of raising a family. There's difficulties no matter where you are uh, and what you do. But keeping it in context of families in the military, I think it's just extra hard when the uh, soldiers deploy. And I'm going to tell you right now, what I see a lot more of now than I did back in during our time, let's say, a lot of the uh, homes are held together by the husband. Mm. You know, because a lot more females are on deployments and the husbands are staying home, raising the family, if you will, holding that house together. I see a right. lot more of that. And I think yeah, it's a good thing. I don't, I don't think it's a good thing. No. No, Why because not? if men if men get good at, at, at being homemakers and all that stuff, then women will want to do that, and then we'll be right back in this cycle. Women will want to do what? 
what anything a man can do. So well, they want to be homemakers they, and they want to do that again. And yeah, but uh, they will be able. To, they, women can do what men do. Oh right, right, right. But they'll want to do it more because the man's now doing it. Remember the man's doing the homemaker duties. Yeah, say. yeah. Oh, it'll, okay. it'll reverse the roles again, and then it'll be confusing for everyone. Oh, okay. So the roles yeah. were reversed before. You're saying? Yeah, I'm saying men, women used used to be the women stayed at home, the men go off to war. Right. And so now the women are going off to war, the men will stay home. So now that's going to be like, well, how are these men doing it? Why can't we be the ones staying home? And then they'll want to go back and reverse it, and it'll get real confusing after a while. It'll just be like, all right, pick a role. Pick a job. You know what's funny? What's funny? You had me going. I was going right there with you. I was like, huh? What? Okay. Yeah. It's interesting, too, because uh, I think people don't realize the hardships. I mean, I don't know what you were referring to about, like, military don't have the the thing. I'm I'm thinking if you're talking about, like, prison and things like that. Oh, no. I, I get that. You know, where every family's got hardship. Yeah, that's what I was referring to. Yeah, the thing is that, that these men are volunteering to be separated from their families. You know what I mean? That's that's a huge You mean these soldiers are volunteering, right? Got you, yeah, Yes, right, soldier. Yeah, my bad. Um, right these there. soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm still living back in the day when yeah. mostly it was women at home that were yeah. independent wives. But, you know, they, they volunteered. You know what I mean? Remember back in my day when I went in, there were soldiers getting married just for extra pay. Yeah. Having kids, and, and you're just sitting here like, what? Mm. Like, it's just crazy. So even then I thought it was hard. You know what the worst part to me, though, and I don't want to go totally off uh, track on this, the worst part about the having a family in the military was some of the things I watched with the people on deployments while their families were back home. Like what? You know, some of the, the behaviors and things, it wasn't like they're all sitting in, the, in their tent, you know, writing I miss you letters at home. They were keeping busy. Well, yeah, you know? going out on missions and things like that. Right. Those are not the missions I'm referring to, but that was the sad and heartbreaking thing. What's that? There were families at home struggling, and then we had people out there committing adultery that was still a crime. It's still a crime in the military, unless that's changed. Um, they were doing adulterous things and just you're sitting here like, don't you have a wife at home? Mm. Like taking care of your family and you're out here on a deployment. You know, it, it was it was sad. It was sad to watch that. Yeah, I think there's a balance there, though. What's that? There's a balance. Well, you think it's happening at home, too, right? Yeah, because you just said you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you met some women in the in the club yeah. and yeah, while their husbands were deployed. So I think there's a balance there. But, you know, some people, that's the way they dealt with the... Uh, distress sure of being sure. separated you know i'm not justifying it at all it's just no. it's just and, the way it was what's interesting is you know we started this talking about any experience with the families that's why i didn't have a family uh all the families and broken families i'd seen in my time as military police in the army that was one of the things i vowed i said i will never be married in the army wow I will never and uh that that was I upheld that on active duty. I was still in the reserves when I had gotten married to my wife, but that was more of a part time thing anyway. So right. that's why I never wanted to be married, because I just saw so many broken families that were just it, 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 why? Why why even bother? So Do you think it was okay, take the deployments out of the picture. Mm-hmm. What else do you think uh 
made the uh, raising a family or having a family in the military difficult? Well, I think it's the same thing like the occupational stuff. You know, if you marry a psychiatrist, you don't think she's going to come home or he's going to come home and do psychiatry stuff on you. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, look what soldiers do. They go in, they, they're, they're lockstep, they're, they're given orders and commands. You know, their whole life is structured around discipline and, and, and things like that. So you don't think when they come home, I mean, that ties right into the kids. You know, the discipline's different. Very regimented. You know? <clears throat> right. So that, that affects a relationship. And not every relationship can handle that kind of stuff. Mm. So I think one of the, uh, one thing is, uh, what's the number one job in, is being in the military? You're a soldier 24 hours a day. Right. You, you know what I mean? So it's not just you go do a nine to five. Something happened after work and you have to respond, especially as leaders. Once you reach that level, you had to go pick up soldiers, take care of soldiers. You had additional family, that outside family, that unit family, right. where you had to, uh, some duties you had to take care of. And let's just call it what it, what it was. You had to take care of some more kids that were not your your biological family. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's their military family. But that was a part of your job as well, you know. So that right there in itself can be a stressor that you right. bring to the house. And, you know, I've seen it. I've seen it where people just lost it, man, because they had to deal with uh, that outside entity, which the military family, and it, they had a duty to do so. So that, that brought stress in the house. Yeah. And I yeah. think with that stress, you know, we have ways of, you know, suppressing that, which a lot of military guys, I mean, it's not a surprise. I think it's a culture problem, period. But, you know, if guys start drinking, they start, yeah. you know, and then that, that creates a whole nother dynamic in the family when you've got the discipline structure, kind of drill sergeant thing with a drunk guy. And, yeah, it creates a bigger problem. Yeah, and, you know, I have yet to, I think in my 11 years military, I don't think, I've met 11 people that I got to know personally, you know, as, you know, personable with them. I, I don't think I met 11 people who didn't drink alcohol. Yeah. I'm not saying know. everyone was a, an abuser, right. but every, every, the majority, 99 point whatever percent, they indulged at some level. Yeah. I might even say even now through all my, my time in the military, I might've met two or three, some I probably wouldn't have known, you know what I mean? Right. But two or three that outright said they didn't drink, Yeah. you know? So that was a thing. Yeah. It was a rite of passage almost at one point. Cause that's, you know, when I went in, I was only 18, you know, Germany, mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah. party, party. So many I, times like, I, I woke up, where the heck am I? Yeah. Words written all across my face, yeah. you know, all that stuff. Nope. Yeah, it's initiation. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, they take you out and they get you plastered. Some people, they yep. leave you out there, they find your way home. <laughs> that never happened, but yeah. I yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was, you know, some people do that. I mean, the military has changed since, but it's just, like you say, that's the way they cope with uh, that 24 hours duty, let's say. Right. You know, of being a soldier. And just even even the dynamic too. I mean, we were talking about deployments, but you know, one of the problems I always saw, always saw when we were deployed was was the back in the rear, and and I don't want to pick on the women because, but it usually was in my time it was a lot of the women at home and a lot of the men were deployed, and there was just like this huge gossip chain 
of, oh, well, do you know so-and-so's husband's doing over there? Oh, you know that? And it was just, I couldn't even imagine being a, being a wife back there, not knowing if your husband's okay, safe or not. And then you're hearing rumors about stuff that you don't even know anything about. Mm-hmm. You know? That yeah. stuff was really tasking on a lot of families. And then it would come back to the soldier. Yeah. And then, then it would create a problem like, oh, Mike James's wife said that this, you did it. Yeah. Oh, did he? So now I'm talking to you about what your wife said back there, which it was such drama. It was, yeah. it was exhausting. Yeah. Back then, it could have been a lot of those reality housewife shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or that one show, I think, uh, Military Wives. Or... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was some show, old, old, old show. Yeah, but anyway, um, I never watched it. I just remember seeing the title. But right. what I always said, that, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I always said that I bet it's not realistic because I was thinking about what we're talking, things like we're talking about right now. Right. And I wonder if they are mentioning some of the uh, stressors that cause families to break up in the military. You, right. you know what I mean? But whether they did or not, I don't know. I don't know. Well, what about the, because uh, aren't you in a two, two, uh, a two military family? Like you and your wife were both military. Were yeah. You military. Were you married when you were both military, or you got? No, it? no, no. We're both out. That's, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You've seen that's those. The, yeah, yeah. One the boys come home, and then next thing you know, the other one's deploying, right. and they literally probably within a year, or a year and a half, they've seen each other for maybe a week. Right. I've seen that. But uh, yeah, they made it work. Oddly. I'll I think a lot of marriages work. work when you don't see the spouse for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Mine would. There's nothing Mine. to fight about, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think um, the uh, if you add the deployments in there in the actual number one job of a soldier, you know, being a trained killer is one. Right. Uh, and you're 24 hours a day. That's some serious stress. Sure. That's some serious stress. Sure. And I think a lot of people don't know, and this could be a lot of soldiers today. I don't know. But um, back then, I had good leadership who came to us and say, hey, what's so stressful about your job? Forget about being military police. I'm talking about when we weren't working patrol. And he said, all you guys got to do is get up. They pay you to exercise. And then do your job for eight hours and you go home. Where's the stress? (laughs) And when he said that, I was like, wow. So it's true. Well, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot like pressure and things like that. Or uh, we tend to bring it on ourselves. Yeah, yeah. So it's definitely it's definitely true to that extent. Yeah, some people say like ninety percent of your mood is because of what happened today. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. I don't know where they get the ninety percent from, but you know. Well, you know, you know, eighty-five percent of statistics are made up on the spot, right? Oh, okay. Then if that's the case, then. Dude, I just did right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so do you think it's ultimately, if you take the deployments out, do you think it's uh, the same amount of stress on a military family like in the civilian world? You know, I think that would depend on your job. Mm. I mean, I really think that would because, you know, if you just went to to work nine to five during the week, well, nine to five, no one ever works nine to five in the military, but you know what I mean? You go in for PT. You, you do your job, you come home for hygiene, you do your job, you come home, you know, sure. But then there's always there's always the times where you're going to be called in or done this, doing that, you know, weekend stuff. So, yeah, I don't think that's any different than me playing golf instead of being on recall or something. Right. So, yeah, I don't think that's a big deal because training is training. It's not the real combat. 
So, yeah, I don't think that's much different. I think oh, it's all I, the extras that, that create the, the problem. Okay. Do you think there's more abuse within the family? Spousal abuse, child abuse, military families than uh, the civilian world? Yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I want to say I want to say no because this goes back to what we were talking about before about being a military policeman versus a street cop. Right. Uh, to me, it's a controlled environment. So, guys had jobs to lose, or, or you know, military. It wasn't like, uh, you you know, I don't want to judge or stereotype military people, but a lot of them didn't just come in to serve their country and be American heroes. A lot of them came in as a last resort or a, or a way away from something or they were escaping something or, you know, so I think they had a lot to lose there. So I don't think that they intentionally would, would do something to put themselves in a position to, to get kicked out. Unless they, of course, were protected or something by the chain of command and they knew it wasn't as a big deal. So I don't know. Mm. I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. I say yes. You think so? There was more? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the reason why is uh, I think... Well, let me let me uh, say it like this. I think it's reported more in the military. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I think uh, people who are abused know, and it's kind of like a, a piggybacks off of what you were saying, they can get some type of justice or action, let's say, if that soldier's doing them some harm. Whereas yeah. if you're just a regular civilian, people are like, oh, who are you going to call, police? Right. And then it's just the police, but when your police and the chain of command get involved, ah, yeah, you know. I've yeah. I've experienced that with civilians yeah. outside in the real world. Mm. Like when I got back from one of my uh, tours of duty, and there was a girl I was dating whose ex came around, and I, I don't want to skip you all the details, but he was like, "Oh, I'm going to tell your commander." And I'm like, "Tell my commander? Like, what are you going to do?" Yeah, you mean? yeah. You yeah. Know, they they use that as a threat. Yeah, and obviously for him to think that. He knows there's an extra level there, mm-hmm. and, and I think that that's valid. So, but that goes to my point of what I'm saying is I think a lot of soldiers know that yeah. that they didn't want their command to find out because then they, they're letting their their comrades down, their comrades, <laughs> their uh, <laughs> fellow soldiers down, and then their leaders down. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, right. I think that's definitely a, a a factor. Okay. That's why I thought it'd be more controlled and less less prevalent. Yeah. But I understand your your point too. It is probably more reported. Yeah. So yeah. I guess it's hard to say if you don't have the civilian statistics, or you really yeah. can't. Yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah. going off of our personal experience. There's no data really that right. we can pull for that. So then, what about let's let's talk about the kids? Because um, there's a couple of things I, I I remember. I had a soldier, in fact, one of which I was just talking to recently. Uh, single mom. Mm-hmm. Single mom, kid, full custody. Um, in the military, like what you know, what I mean, like, and I remember some of the stories. Like, she would have to have other um, military members, spouses watch her children, and they weren't all good experiences. Wow! Like she had to pass the kid around to different child cares until she can get into the actual daycare, and and then you know what I mean. So now I think they do better with that, but uh. Yeah, I remember some stories with that. And then what if you deploy? Like, who gets your kid? Mm. You know? Like, yeah, that's why. Then they had, what was, what was that called? Plan. Yes, they, yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, mandatory. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But see, Even, so at that point, what, what would you do, though? Like, could you make an argument that single parents shouldn't be in the military? 
I think the first argument people made was single parents, single soldiers who are parents were shouldn't deploy. But that's garbage. You yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. That's like joining the sanitation department but not picking up trash. Like I'll drive the truck, but I'm not gonna pick up the trash. Like, are you serious? Yeah. You don't join the military yeah. and not deploy because you got a kid. Like Right. Everybody would do that, right? Yeah, I guess that's why, you know, Air Force they have strict policy on new recruits they say you have a child it's going to be hard to get in right and and you might say that's discrimination right yeah but i I understand it if that's discrimination i completely get it yeah i mean it makes yeah it makes sense yeah yeah think about the kid and even the kids like even i've experienced a bit of this too i mean how many kids do you know that that moved around so much Mm. they couldn't even make friends or they're going from school to school to school to place to place you know what i mean yeah yeah so that was probably tough on them too. I've kind of done that myself. Kind of lived a gypsy life here. My kids have been in different states and different schools, mm-hmm. uh, so they kind of got a taste of that um, unintentionally, I think. <laughs> but, but some think, of them come out, right? Some of them yeah. come out. Wasn't a who was that quarterback in Washington that was a, a military kid? And, I don't know. R two D. That guy R G. Yeah, R G three something like that. The third. Yeah. 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 yeah, C-3PO. Yeah, that guy. Yes, my bad. Yeah, look what yeah. I started. But he yeah, was a military he, brat, right? He got never bounced knew that. around. Never yeah. knew that. Yeah. yeah. He got so bounced around not, the NFL, too. He was hurting. Right, right. Yeah. But it's, it's, not like, it's not like, actually, there's, there's some pros and cons to that. Because if my kids spent two years in Germany and learned German and made German connections, and they'd see the world. So I, I really see the value in it. Yeah. So I'm not yeah. saying it's all bad. Right, right. But for, you know, friends and it might be difficult. Yeah, lifetime friends. Right. That, it'll be difficult. And then you could, they spend a lot of time in Germany or those other places. Like three years. years in, time, yeah, three it? years if you're married. Yeah. Yeah. Hell, yeah, sometimes it took it a year for your family to get there. So I understood. Right, right. Yeah. So families, raising families in the military, uh, it's difficult. Extremely difficult, especially when you throw the uh, deployments in there. And, and like and I said, about, even if you don't, you still have that 24-hour job as being a soldier. That makes it difficult. Right. So what about, you know, when your kid gets sick? I mean, do you get some special things? Like in the civilian world, you could take sick time or whatever. But do you get, you know, you get to go home because your kid's sick? Or, you know what I mean? Like all the things that pop up now in your life, you know, as a parent here, you know, how did they work in the military? I didn't, I didn't have, you know, that issue. And I don't remember, you know, I know we took it serious cause we took family serious. So we always cut the soldiers breaks, but. Now you're talking about single soldier parents or well, just. Any, any of them really, to be honest with you. Uh, you I think. It dep- yeah. Like, if, okay. Husband? Yeah. If, uh, they were in school and they got sick, then it was expected that whoever's at the house would right. take care of that. You know, you wouldn't be going home. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think it was like a a sense of duty, so to speak, because you know, it's you don't you don't waste that. Like a lot of people waste their sick time in the civilian world, what I see. And nah, military, you're gonna use it when you absolutely need it. Right. Yeah. At least that was my experience, what I've what I've witnessed. Mm, yeah, they were yeah. sick time in the military. Oh no, no! <laughs> you're not gonna try. You, kid with a runny nose. You're not gonna try to get out of you know, and right. go home. No, 
because you want to yeah. save it for when something really happens. Yeah, no, no yeah. kidding, right? I don't yep. even remember any time I, I was able to just go home. No. <laughs> even me, if I was sick, I had to go to sick call. There was yeah. no, yep. I don't feel like coming to work today. <laughs> right, right, right. Just put me on, give me some sick time. Just all, yeah, yeah that I, didn't happen. That didn't happen. I mean, I knew we had we had ways of working around things, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, but there was no none of that stuff. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, would you do it if you uh, obviously um, would you raise would you like I, I committed to no. There was no way I was gonna have a family because of what I saw. But if you didn't have it happen this way, would you have had a family in the, in the military? I probably would have. Uh, yeah, I probably would have. And um, I knew it would have been hard though. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't even know how you have a relationship when when you're in the military, <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, that time away. I don't see is you. You, you talking about like with a soldier or? No, no, I mean like somebody. In, behind, oh yeah, yeah, behind. yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. talking about somebody who's with you. That that yeah. makes sense to me. Yeah. Even though that happened a lot too, uh, and most of them were married. But anyways. That's, okay. That's just my experience. That's yeah. what I told you. That's why I I, I didn't want to get married in the military. Yeah. I just saw too many broken marriages and maybe. They didn't even know, but it was just pathetic, you know. Mm-hmm. I could, you know, I could start naming names. You know what I mean? Like that's. Don't even. I'm no, I'm not going to no. <laughs> but I'm saying that's how common it was. I could be like, oh, isn't this guy married? Oh, isn't she married? Mm. Yeah. What are they doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, they're yeah. a recon. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yep. So, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, and I, I'm like, it, it, you know, and I'm. I mean, not that I've experienced ever walking in someone's house and like. Who's in that picture? Like, not that I've ever experienced that. Right. You know, but that happened quite often. And you'd hear the stories all the oh, time. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. You heard so, the stories about how that happened quite often. Of course, often. right. Of yeah. Because yeah. that wasn't something common you'd do. I mean, no matter where they were deployed, it didn't matter. You're still all soldiers, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, even though I have to tell it, you, it, it, my it, first... It, what's that? Uh, nothing. Go ahead. My first duty station in uh, Fort Riley, Kansas, I remember distinctly. This is my first taste of the military, and that was back in the first Gulf War. So, uh, you know, way, way back. So I'm dating myself there. Um, they, uh, they had a record. The, I think Bell South was the company. Had mm -hmm. a record number of phone numbers changed when the soldiers came back. I remember distinctly. Wow. They had some record. There. It was in the newspaper, like record number of changes and phone numbers changed. And I, I remember that. I was like, are you serious? So, yeah, that was my first taste of families in the military. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. So that's why I said, that, that's why I made a commitment right then. That was my first year in the military. I said, I am not being, I am not getting married in the military. Mm. I'm not going to even put myself in this, through this. I don't you know? blame you. So I didn't. And fortunately, I didn't have any children while I was in the military. Well, Germany is 18 years ago, so I am 100% off the hook right now. Okay, let's pull the pin. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, Ooh. Germany was probably... Yeah, anyway, we'll leave it there. Yeah, let's just pull the good pin. Good duty, good duty station. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move into our favorite subject where we pull the pin or... Talk about a person of the week or whatever the heck we want to do. Uh, you have anything? Uh, not in particular, no. No? Okay. Mine is going to be a, um, 
I don't have a pull the pin, but I'm going to do a person of the week, POW again. Um, and I'm going to send a shout out because this right here took me back to a lot of people. Those people who uh, really hold it down while the soldiers away and uh, they keep that house together and they probably don't understand or know the amount of stress they keep away from that soldier when they're deployed, especially in the war zone. That means a lot. I've seen a lot of kids over there do some things and do some harm to themselves based off of things that were happening back in the rear. And for those of you who hold it down, those, you know, those spouses, hey, I salute you. I salute you, and I salute your spouse who's over there fighting wars and defending this nation. Thank you. That was, I, I mean, I want to. Oh, my goodness. I, you run front of you, like, you should run for Congress, dude. That was amazing. Oh, my God. That was amazing. And, uh, no, I, I do share your, your, your feelings there, too. Yeah, you um, showed. Yeah. No, no, that was just your presentation. That, that I, was, I was grading your presentation. That was amazing. Okay. Uh, the content was definitely good. Okay. Um, but anyways, I, I kind of want to give a shout out, kind of call out. Um, we had some guests on here that brought some really good stuff. Uh, we've had some guests on here that, you know, we really enjoyed um, talking with. Uh, if you guys are out there, if you happen to be watching this show, get, get on here, man. We miss talking to you guys. Uh, you, you know the, the, the open door is always here. You can come on and, and, and talk with us, get some of your friends on. Because there's veterans out there, I know. We don't necessarily bring everything they need and maybe not everybody wants to come on here and put their face on tv or uh, well call it tv in the media you know but there are people out there who can use this so if you're not showing up get your buddy over here come on on give these veterans a, a chance to get a voice and we want you on here and if you're supporting veterans reach out uh, i can't say it enough you know what we're doing here is not for us uh, even though we have fun doing it it's for you veterans out there it's for you guys that want to get out and do something. You don't have to tinker in the garage or wherever it is you're doing, avoiding life. Get out here and live it with us. So that's kind of my shout out. Um, we're going to keep doing our thing. We'd love to do it with you guys. So reach out. PullThePinAready.com. Easy way to connect. So that's my shout out. Um, for all the guests that he's talking about, I don't miss y'all. <laughs> um. <laughs> Maybe that'd get them on so they could curse me out or something. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm sure that's going to happen. So I will say now, this. What? I will say this. Uh, the heck was his name? Sean? The one that uh, we had Sean and Paul on. And I got a couple of uh, people hit me up saying, yeah, he's uh, the guy with the good hair. And I remember Paul said that about Sean. Sean, yeah. are you talking about Derek? Yeah, Sean. They call him Sean Connery. Oh, yeah. so all right. Yeah. The one that the above average veteran? Yeah. Right, right. Exactly. The, the infiltrator that got yeah. into our average veteran show, right? Yeah. All right. Well, Sean, get back on here or Derek, yeah. whatever Derek. you want to go by. Awesome. All right. Well, that is all here the time we have for this episode. That is all the time I'm going to allow uh, Mike to interrupt me. Uh, even though he's going to try again, so I'm going to talk really fast. Until then, go check out our website, pulldupinready.com, and get involved. Until then, Godspeed. Godspeed.